Don't settle. I just don't settle. Don't think that you're at the peak of what you were meant to do because you probably don't know unless you try. As we get older, we're told there are finite numbers of how many kids get made on the basketball or baseball team. Yes. We're told there's we're a limited. finite number of college spaces. We're told there's a finite number of how many tickets there are. We're told there's a finite number of people that are successful. Guess what? In the theater of happiness, there are infinite and unlimited seats. And there is a seat <laughs> with your name on it okay. in the theater of dreams, wow. in the theater of happiness. But you think that because you think that there are only a hundred people allowed in, that if someone else makes it before you, that you don't get in. And guess what? Is there a cap on how many billionaires there are in the world? No. no. Is there a cap on how many millionaires there are in the world? No. no. Is there a cap on how many happy people there are in the world? No. no. I think it was Albert Einstein who said it best that not everything that can be counted counts and not everything that counts can be counted. And, and I love that because it removes this belief that things are finite and limited, and yes. they're not. If you wanna be happy and successful, if no matter that there are 700,000 podcasts, if that is your dharma, if that's your calling, if that's your purpose, you can do that. The main thing I would say is, what you can do right now is find meaning in what you do. Make what you do meaningful, passionate, and purposeful. You don't need to suddenly look to become an entrepreneur or start a side hustle or find some more time, find meaning. And the way you find meaning, as you genuinely stop, press pause for a second, and go, what am I living for? Like, what am I living for right now? And if you're living for your child, and if you're living mm -hmm. to provide and put food on the table, that is a beautiful thing that we should celebrate more. Yeah. And sometimes it takes us a moment to stop and celebrate that. And so I would say find meaning, because you can't always find happiness. You can't always find positivity, but you can always find meaning. Mm. There's a wonderful verse in the Manusmriti, which I talk about in Think Like a Monk. It's a monk book. And in the verse, it says, when you protect your purpose, your purpose protects you. Your purpose is like a rare jewel and a rare gemstone. And imagine you were walking around with the most expensive diamond or jewel in the world. How would you protect it? You want to just like... You want to just wave wear, it out, yeah. Yeah, you want to just wear it on your chest. Like this. Like a baby. Holding it. Yeah. Putting a pillow around or a blanket. You'd be like, yeah, protect it. You'd protect it. And so your purpose is like that. And guess what? Wow. People are going to tell you every day that that jewel is not worth anything. They're going to tell you that that jewel is actually valueless. It doesn't have any impact on your life. They're going to try and take away that value. They're going to tell you that there's another jewel out there that you need to have more value. And what ends up happening is you don't, I love the word, look at the wording, protect your purpose. You have to protect it. So what happens is your success grows, you get more opportunities, mm. more ideas, more things coming your way, temptations, but they can all take you away from your distractions, purpose. Yeah. Distractions. And to me, I'm repeating this for myself because I'm like, I just want to stick to what I was born to do. And I'm so grateful that I get to do it. And I'm so happy I get to do it. And I want to keep protecting it. I don't want to get lost in the waves. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to just get chucked in the waves of the ocean and just get lost and just yeah. not know where you're going. So yeah. for me, when you protect your purpose, your purpose protects you. When I see people trying to live their purpose, they are protected, that it, things work.
When you're playing in your dharma and your purpose, things work, things move, you feel momentum. They happen. They happen. And I'm not saying they happen without effort, but they happen, they move. Whereas when you're not, you just constantly feel like you're grinding up against, you know, a wall. I know. Challenges. Yeah. Just just constantly. So if we don't know what our purpose is and we're working towards finding our purpose, it's okay. That's actually where you're gonna spend most of your life. Discovering what your purpose totally. is. Totally. And that's the best bit. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what my purpose is. Totally. This how do I just pressure. how do I find it? The pressure of finding your purpose will stop you from finding your purpose. <laughs> right? Literally, yeah, the pressure is so heavy. And that's why it's not about finding that. It's just starting with the basics. What am I good at? And I talk about it and I break yeah, down yeah, Dharma in here great. and I talk about what are your passion? What is your expertise? What is your compassion? Because that's really important. Mm -hmm. What is your compassion for the world? Like what problem do you want to solve? I often, people will say, there's so many things I could do. There's so many things. I'm like, my question is not what causes you the greatest joy. Sometimes my question is what causes you the greatest pain? Mm -hmm. Make that your purpose. Make that your purpose. So yeah. for me, the greatest pain I see in the world is people not yeah. reaching their potential. Yeah. That is, it's that painful. causes me more pain because I believe that there is someone out there who is stacking shelves, who has the cure to cancer. Right. There is someone out there- Or is a talented singer. Is a talented singer. There is someone out there who's not living to their potential. And I think we're better people, we're better partners, and we're better parents yeah. when we live to our potential. If you're playing a role, if you're wearing a mask, mm -hmm. if you're dressed in clothes that are not yours, then you end up living a life that's not yours. The reason why I start with identity is because I think that's the root of all our challenges. When you fake being someone for so long, you think it's your reality. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens to all of us. We play a role at work, we play a role at home, we play a role with our family, we play a role with our friends, and then we think that role is us. And we lose ourselves. And to me, that is the core reason why we're chasing things that are not important to us. We're unhappy despite reaching accolades and we feel dissatisfied. Our identity should start with unlearning everything that we think we know about ourselves. So the best method of unlearning is this. The first thing you do is write down everything you currently are chasing in your life. Write them down. You yeah. can write down three, you can write down five, you can write down ten depending on how ambitious you are. Second line. Ask yourself, what is the source of that? Where did you get that idea? Did you get that idea from a TV show you saw? Did you get that idea from your parents? Did you get that idea from your mom and your dad, your sister, your cousin? Did you get that idea because your friend just got proposed to on Instagram? Did you get that idea because your friend just got promoted? Did you get that idea because you just broke up? Right. Or did you get that idea because you just feel it when you do it, that you feel alive? And then the third thing you ask yourself yeah. is, well, then what is mine? What is coming from inside of me? And if you just do that three-step process, now what you're doing is you're filtering out the noise and you're starting to listen to your voice. The thing is, you've got a voice inside of you, but yeah. it's quiet. It's like, it's like Jay, like, take note of me, like Lewis, right, like, right, you right. know, and it's just like trying to get through. And the noise of everyone else's opinions is so loud. One of the biggest mistakes we make is that we confuse inexperience with being unqualified. So because we've not tried a lot of things, we just naturally believe that we can't be that good at them. Mm -hmm. So if I've never spoken on a stage, I just think, oh, I'm probably not good at that. Or if I've never played golf, I'd probably think, oh, I'm probably not good at that. And so we start writing off things without even trying them. Take the next month, 
take the next four weekends in the month, that gives you eight days, and get really tactical. Every single day, go join a course, an online course, a workshop, go and shadow a friend, go to a seminar, a conference, go to reading a book, listen to a podcast. Go and expose yourself to eight different things in a month. And guess what? In a month, you will have learned what you probably would have learned in eight years because most of us test one new thing a year. And this is how you have to see it. So you've got to say, did I like it? The second question you ask yourself is, why did I or why did I not like it? Mm. And the third question you have to ask yourself really, really simple is, do I want to do it again? The way I see it is that competition in and of itself is not good or bad. For me, when I was writing my book, and of course I want my book to be a best-selling book. Of course I want my podcast to do well. Of course, we don't do anything for it to be lost. Like, no one does that. But what I do know is that when I'm creating, when I'm producing, when I'm writing, that's all I'm doing. See, the truth is that only 2% of the world's population can multitask. And the truth is, there is no such thing as multitasking. What it is, is fast switching between two tasks. So yes. the quality is just dropping. And yeah. so what I'm saying is that when you're sitting here going, this needs to be number one, you are reducing that thing's ability to be number one because it now yeah. doesn't have your full focus. Right. So, so that's the difference maker, that you can want to be number one, there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't keep comparing what number one is to someone else's goal too, because everyone's got a different trajectory. Like there are some people that are kind of come in and do really well at one thing and you're gonna do really well at another. And that's why competition has to first be in your space. Mm. Like don't compete in a space that's not yours. Right. Because now you're just trying to be someone else again and you get a lost identity. in identity. A exactly. Identity. Real confidence comes from knowing your strengths and going all in on them. Mm -hmm. Your confidence does not come from just standing up the right way or just saying the right stuff to yourself. I'm a big believer in all of that, but what I'm saying is that that doesn't build real confidence. Yeah. Real confidence comes from thinking, I'm really good at this, I know I can do this, and I love doing it. And, it, and really, this is the most important bit. Confidence comes from serving other people. Mm -hmm. When you see the impact you have on others, and this is the biggest issue, the reason why we have such low self-esteem today in the world is because people are not serving others. So they don't see the profound impact they have on others. When you put out a video or a podcast and people tag you on Instagram and they say, Lewis, you stopped me from depression or you helped me out of a divorce. Yeah. Or people, when they watch my content, they'll be like, that stopped me from committing suicide or whatever it's. When you see that, you get such a deep sense of self-worth that you matter. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Everyone matters. Whether you matter to one people or one million people, everyone matters. Yeah. But if you see your impact on someone's life, you will feel such a deep sense of self-worth. And so whether you're serving at a giving out free food or whether you're serving at a local charity place or whether you're serving through your work, serve, serve, serve. Because when you take that step, you, you get a boost of self-esteem. Don't settle. Like, just don't settle. You don't, you don't, just don't, don't think that you're at the peak of what you were meant to do. Because you probably don't know unless you try. And so don't settle for service. The world needs service. The world yeah. needs your service. The world needs your genius. The world needs your passion. And you just don't know it yet. Mm. And, and the day you realize it, you'll be grateful that you went the whole way. I, I look back and I'm just like, God, like I would have just been sitting there working in a corporate job and not known all the people I know now and connected with this amazing community and met you. I just wouldn't have had it. And so if, you didn't go for it. if I didn't go for it, if I, didn't, if I just settled that my service was this, so don't settle for service. Mm -hmm. Service deserves the best of you.